When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon and welcome to the cop update with me gav and the lfc day trippers um someone straight in says you're late i'm not it's bang on two o'clock um when i'm on my own i'm i i'm here on time with the other lads that are the issue let's get that straight before we move on um half an hour or so to talk around liverpool topics updates and stuff like that of course it's going to be dominated by transfer window stuff because links keep appearing every day how reliable they are we don't know um but we'll have a little chat around them because they bring up players' names. We have a chat around those players and then we'll move on and see if anything develops over the days and weeks before the transfer window slams shut, as they say, on a popular um, sports channel. Um, straight in, Garrett Mack says, James Pierce saying Diaz is a highly rated but not on the agenda currently. Asking price of £60 million plus is too high for someone who will be back up. I take issue with that. Who will be back up. I hate that. Um, Diogo Jota was signed and everyone thought he'd be back up. Um, Diogo Jota is in the team. It's not about backup. It's about having quality and being able to rotate and being able to, you know, trust in, in them players, whoever come in, to have a run of successive games that they will... Um, perform for you, you know, and, and that's a little bit where Liverpool have gone down the wrong road for me, you know, I genuinely think Minamino and, and Origi are back up, they're back up to, and basically what the category that puts them into is we don't trust them to start, but they're back up if we if, if we have an emergency, um, so I take issue with that um, with regards to backup, I don't go along with it, but James Pierce is saying that. Um, we're going to talk about Luis Diaz, we're going to talk about Divock Origi, um, Philippe Coutinho, and anything else that you want to do um, or talk about in the chat, throw it in. Um, 50 odd people watching, 22 likes, so make sure you bash that like button. Um, subscribe if you haven't already, and comment, absolutely comment, get all your stuff in there in the next half an hour, and we'll fill the half an hour as much as we can, and don't forget there's a share button on YouTube as well if you want to share it to your social media. Um, let's start with Divock Origi, because if there's any room, and if there's any, if there's any concrete kind of linked to Luis Diaz, I think a lot will depend on Divock Origi. And the way, that's the way I read it. That's just my personal opinion. I'm not on here to tell you that we're doing this or we're doing that. We're here to have a chat around what we think might happen or what our opinion is on player A, player B or player C coming in or going out of Liverpool Football Club. Klopp has made some comments with regards to Divock Origi in the last little while, particularly when he scores away at Preston. He scores at AC Milan, um, scores a couple of goals and, you know, everyone's buzzing off Divock Origi again. And the comments he made was that he was very surprised that somebody didn't come in for Divock Origi um, in the summer because he feels that um, he's a really, really good striker. But behind all of that, you definitely felt that 
if he'd have got the right bid, he would have let him go. And I think Divock Origi is is the is the key to what we do up front. Um, Adam Edmos has gave the man, man of many fleeces. I do love a jumper. Um, I do love a jumper. And I have another one on today. Um, miss, the missus goes mad, by the way, because just jumpers belonging to me all over the house. Um, I just pick them up and put them on, put them down, put them in the wash, they come back out, I put them on straight away. So there you go. Um, that's the story around the jumper. <coughs> but, um, Divock Origi, yeah. Klopp, I think, would let him go if he got the right price. The club would let him go if he got the right price. There was a bit of confusion. Um, I seen um, Jay Riley on Twitter earlier, and he was he was just mentioning about um, interest in Divock Origi and saying that there is some confusion over uh, Divock's contract. Now, he signed one in 2019 that looked like a five-year deal, which will bring him to 2024. Um, I think he's out in 2023. I think he's along the same lines as Mane, Salah and Firmino. So you're looking at 18 months left on his deal. And I think if Liverpool t- got a good bid from they will go and take it. I've seen, we've seen West Ham linked to them. We've seen um, Newcastle linked to them and that's come up again today. Lazio have been linked to them. There's been another another couple in there um, that have been linked with Divock Origi. But the latest one is Newcastle. Um, Newcastle, of course, are making moves. They're, they're being linked with Aaron Ramsey on a loan from Juventus. Juventus want them off the wage bill. I want them out of the club. They're being linked with Luca Dean, um, 22 million plus Sean Longstaff, <coughs> the elder brother of the Longstaffs, who, of course, was linked with a £40 million move to Manchester United the summer before last, I think. Um, so they're making moves. And the latest one is that Divock Origi is on their radar as a forward. Now, my only worry on this is that Newcastle look for a loan deal on this. That's my worry on it. Because um, Callum Wilson went down with an injury, didn't he, against United? And we don't know how severe it is. And Callum Wilson does get injured. And after Callum Wilson, they struggle up front. And I'm wondering, are they looking at Divock Origi as a loan option? Somebody says they're um, six months left on Origi's deal. I don't think there's six months left on Origi's deal. Um, I really, really don't. I, th- I think there's 18 months left. Um, sorry, it was Barry Devaney says that. Uh, six months left. I think there's more than that. I think there's 18 months left on his deal. I think that. I think 2024 is no way. But I think 2023 is more... Uh, realistic. Garrett says Ramsey's on three hundred eighty-eight thousand euros a week at UV, which is fucking unreal, isn't it? He went there on um, he went there on uh, free, didn't he, from Arsenal? But that's my worry that Liverpool loan Divock Origi, and what did he do then? Because I keep saying it, the next signing for Liverpool is huge up front. It's huge, like, but I still think that Origi holds the key to it. I think if you get if you get Origi out. And I'm not saying Liverpool are looking to push him out. I think if they get the right deal, um, they will let him go. If they got to 50, 20 million was the number last summer and it looked like people kind of scoffed at that. Whereas it was probably around 10 to 15. Now I think people would take a, a goal on him. Especially like the Newcastle who need goals and to stay up. So it's one of those. But I'm only seeing Divock Origi leave Liverpool if it's A, on a permanent deal and B, they have somebody lined up. Um, as I said, Newcastle are linked. Um, this morning, Lazio are linked. And there'll be one or two others in as well. Paddy Lawson says he loves me. Uh, he texts me that every day. And I text him back saying, love you too. He's now doing it on YouTube, which is great. Um, I'll, I'll text you afterwards, Paddy. Um, so the Divock Origi stuff, let me know what you think. Would you do it? 
Um, or would you be like me? You'd only do it if it was a permanent deal, but you're bringing somebody in. But that somebody that comes in is not a Divock Origi level. And what I mean by that is I'm not slating Divock Origi's ability as a footballer. I'm saying the level of what he is within the squad because as James Pierce reports that Diaz is too pricey for someone that would be back up, Luis Diaz is coming in. And from what I've read and, and what I've actually heard from other people, you know, um, Really, really highly rated. I won't be coming along to just be bit part like Divock Origi was. What would you do? Would you move Origi out, take Luis Diaz if possible to get him, and then you're really looking at, then you have five that are really top end. You know, you have Minamino there as well, but you have five there that you can rotate rather than four. And even when you have four to rotate, it can cause problems because if one of them's out of form, you're left with three and you're having to play them three while the other guy gets into form. You know, Mane is getting a lot of abuse this season over his form. You know, Firmino's only coming back from from injury. You know, Jota has really hot streaks and go a bit cold for a couple of games. Salah is just Salah. Um, so let me know. Let me know what you, you would do today. Um, let me see. Coyle, M96. Um, he says, um, this is on Vlahovic of uh, Fiorentina. He says, I would sell Origi in the summer and bring in Vlahovic from Fiorentina. Now, the rumour around Vlahovic, just to get into him, is um, that Arsenal are interested in him. And they've offered somewhere around, I think it was 50 million plus um, Torreira, their midfielder, um, that has played in Italy. I'm not too sure who he's out with at the moment. Um, he could be back. Was he with Sampdori? He could be back there. But the rumour is that his stock is quite good in Italy. So 50 million plus Terreira is what Spores are looking at, Avlahovic. Um, Arsenal, sorry. Spores are looking at Avlahovic as well. So I don't know. I don't know if he moves in January, but Kev was telling us last night that Fiorentina are making a move for a Hertha Berlin striker. So the rumour's going to ramp up there that this Hertha Berlin striker is coming in in January because Vlahovic is on the move. So it looks like... Um, it looks like that might be something, might be something that happens in January. Um, Kieran B says that loads are in for Vlahovic. The way I read the Vlahovic situation is that, and this again is only me reading stuff and, and kind of seeing reports and, and different journals and stuff like that, is that I get the feeling he's being touted around a little bit. He's being t- touted around, and I'm not doubting his quality, but it, it sounds a bit like the Nicolas Pepe situation when he went to Arsenal, because he was a £40 million player that went for 72 and they literally hung him around Liverpool's neck all summer until the price went up and Arsenal paid that £72 million. So um, we'll have to see what goes on there. I'd be surprised if they let him go in January, but we'll, and they could be just bringing in that striker from here to Berlin to complement their squad that's allowed as well you don't have to bring someone in just to get rid of someone out but in Liverpool's case I think it is one goes one comes in and we keep those numbers going uh, Pia Tech on loan to Fiorentina says Emma Cavanagh so um, yeah they could be just bringing them in on loan to, to complement their squad and, and Liverpool have a spot in their squad they, Shaqiri went and wasn't replaced so they have got a spot in their squad but you know it's 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 an interesting one. I think I think it um depends on Divock Origi and whether he moves or not. And I think if Liverpool get the right deal, they will. Another player at Liverpool that it looks like they're openly looking to get the right money for him will let them let him leave. And the player himself, um, despite being really happy and delighted to be playing at Liverpool, um, would look for more football as Nat Phillips. 
Now, I think the number, the, the price I'm now Phillips at the moment is around fifteen million pounds, which a lot of people go, "What fifteen million pounds? He's done nothing wrong at Liverpool." Um, I think the fact that he was away at Stuttgart's second team on loan, he comes back, he goes back to them, and now he's back at Liverpool. You see how well he done last season. He plays away at the San Siro and looks not a problem to him. Um, he's actually turned himself into, a, I think, a good standard um, cent- Premier League centre half. And if you if you want a good standard Premier League centre half, fifteen million is nothing, absolutely nothing to you. That looks like it, it's something that may happen in January. Um, uh, Phillips has been quoted in the, in in recent times saying that he he does want to play more football. He does sign a long term deal in the summer with Liverpool, but I think that's an absolute case of protecting his value because they've seen how well he done last season, and now it's probably we're well over the the Van Dijk and Gomez injuries. Canate is really um, looking good when he plays, and Matip so far has stood up really well injury wise. So it's probably the right time. And we did speak about it last summer where we said he'll probably stay until January until we make sure everything's all right on the injury front at centre-half and we have a bit more of insurance there with regards to August to December and now it looks like um, he will leave. £15 million is the number. There was rumour yesterday that a Premier League club had bid £7 million and I don't even know if Liverpool you know, even entertained that um, but that was the number. Um that was the number that was being touted about. Uh, Kevin Sullivan says £15 million for an English Premier League defender at that age is absolutely fair. It is. It is absolutely fair. I think it's fair. Um, you know, it's it's um, it, it's one of those where he's done well, he's done nothing wrong. And, and you know, I, I do think people will hold the fact that he's been out on loan against them and, and the standard of football he's played. But he plays the Premier League quite a bit last season. And when he comes in there with a call against AC Milan, he looks like he's played fucking 15, 20 games this season. So that Nat Phillips one, I think, might rumble on. Newcastle bid £7 million, apparently, for Nat Phillips. Now, that's Newcastle testing the waters. If that's true, that's fine. But I think if they've started at 7 and we won 15, you'll probably end up around, it could be 10, rising to 12 or 12 out straight. That's usually how it works. Um, Nico Williams is the interesting one, says Kev. What do people think of Nico Williams? Because... I'm not comfortable on losing anyone out of this squad. No matter what way you rate them, they're a number in the squad and they're someone that's needed. And we've we've used quite a few, good few players this season, both in the league and the cups. Even if you look in the league, we've used quite a lot of quite a good few players. Nico Williams seems the natural replacement at right back. Um, if Trent needs a game off, you could argue James Milner. But when you look at James Milner and look at the midfielder performing, we probably performing and availability and all that sort of stuff. He's probably going to be called upon more in midfield. And if you call upon James Milner for 190 minutes on a Saturday, the chance of him going and covering at the week or during the week at right back is minimal. Um, but having said that, how many games does Trent miss through injury? It's usually a rest that he's only given and, and he's getting that at the moment. Let's be honest about it. Um, Kieran says Nico has improved. I'd give him more time. Um, Avo says injuries can't be accounted for with COVID. We would lose four or five defenders in, in in one non-match day very true um, David Lennon feels that Nico was needed for cover for Trent Alexander-Arnold that's absolutely that's absolutely true as well um, Jamie hey Jamie he says Nico Williams isn't good enough in my opinion never beats his man plays safe and looks inside yeah he does um, I think he's improved a little bit on that I will say that I think he's improved a little bit on that and I think the fact that he's being pushed forward in some games has helped him but when you look at numbers in the squad I think he's he's the only He's the only one there for me at the moment that can cover. 
as I said, James Milner is there, but I think he's needed more in midfield at the moment. T Gis is winding me up now. I'd play Ox at right back. Never happen. Absolutely never happen. Ali A says Gav, Luis Diaz, or Rafinha. So Luis Diaz, let's you might as well have a proper chat on him because we've talked about, you know, Divock Origi and, and his movement and does that open up a space for somebody? The the, the buyout clause I think is seventy million euros. Um and I think there's so, the lads were telling me last night that there's something to do with his image rights as well. I think Porto have to pay 20% of image rights, um, or you need to pay 20% of image rights as well on top of that. So it could end up being a little bit higher than the buyout clause for his contract. Um, it's a third party image rights thing, and you, Liverpool would need to pay that. So, you know, you don't know how high that's going to go. Then again, that's a buyout clause. You don't always have to meet it. If you look at um, Kieran Trippier at Newcastle, €31 million Euros, uh, or £31 million buyout clause, he went to Newcastle for 12. You know, um, all these players are covered by these buyout clauses and, as an insurance policy. Um, so Liverpool could probably go in at 40, 50, but he's lighting it up in, he's lighting it up in Portugal. He he hasn't been the best in the Champions League from what I've seen him. There was flashes of it um, when we went away to Porto. He was he was definitely their best player when he played at Anfield. Um, and they were really, really looking. They, they were really looking um, for, for him every time they got the ball to try to get back in the game. You know, a couple of lads off this podcast and lads that were on this podcast and have appeared on this podcast are, are huge, huge um, fans of Luis Diaz. I've only seen a limited amount of him, so I'm going on those lads' um, talk of him, and he is highly rated. Um, Shawnee, Shawnee's had enough. He's, he's straight in here, right? Straight off his lunch. He says, uh, the backup stuff is rubbish. We paid £40 million for Kanate, and he's backup. We paid £40 million for Kanate, and I don't like the word backup. When you get to a certain level in football, you don't have backup. You have a quality squad. Like... You, no one goes around and says, if you pick City's front three, for argument's sake, just City's front three, and you say to yourself, right, I'm going to play Jesus, I'm going to play Marez, and I'm going to play Phil Foden, just for argument's sake. Nobody's referring to Raheem Sterling as backup. Not a chance. And if you pick a team for Liverpool at the weekend, and you say, I want Salah, Mane, and Firmino. Nobody's calling Jota backup. Or if you pick Jota, nobody's calling Firmino backup. You're, you're putting them in. It, it, what happens is you end up putting them in a bubble of all oh, the front four we pick three from. Make it the front five and pick three. Don't make it the front three or front four and these two are backup. That's where your squad falls down. And I just think the comments from Klopp with regards to Origi, I think if he gets the right number, he goes. Um, Luis Diaz, though. Um, and this, sorry, and it looks like Shawnee is, is is gay crashing this, but he's not because he's thinking exactly what I was about to say next. Exactly, Gav. Diaz is a natural heir to Mane. And that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. And I've gone on about it. Um, we've gone on about it for, for ages, about, and I have, the next sign of being huge. If you bring in the likes of a Diaz, and I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not saying it's, you know, it's it's not, um, it's not, there's no truth in what's being said. I literally come on here to tell you what's being thrown around the place and let's talk about it. We're not going to make a big decision on it. We're just going to talk about it. What do we think of Luis Diaz? Would he do this? Would he do that? And then we move on. If it progresses and a bid goes in or it's accepted or he becomes a Liverpool player, great. Happy days. You know what I mean? And we'll go from there. We'll take it step by step. But I'm not sitting here telling you that Liverpool are signing Luis Diaz and I won't. 
Um, I just because why would I? Um, but but this is the thing: a Diaz comes in and he's looking to take Mane's place, right? And because he plays off that left hand side, he's looking to take Mane's place. And if Mane wants to fight him for it. Happy days. We've five players now that are going to absolutely kill each other to get into a team. Um, and says exclusive. Gav says Diaz is happening. <laughs> Don't fucking do that. I'm not. No way. Um, I'm not. Um, I strongly deny those um, allegations that you've made. But your five players killing each other to get in. Only Mo Salah is probably guaranteed a place in the, in the front three. Then you're looking at Firmino or Jota, Mane or Diaz, or whoever it might be. But that's what I'm saying. When when that player comes in, it has to be somebody that if you if you get a year down the line, they're not just kind of all somebody that I'm bringing someone in and Diaz will still be, you know, backup as people would call it, or you know, he probably wouldn't start many games. You want them in a year's time to go. I'm starting. I don't give a fuck about Sadio Mane or anybody else. Um, expat uh, life, real Spain. Um. He says, and look, you're getting fat. You, you get Liverpool fans to feel this. All this is FSG bullshit. He said they won't buy anyone as normal. You just put all these names out there, but have no interest in buying anyone. Um, they haven't done enough. Expat, I'll call you expat if that's okay. They haven't done enough. Um, we've we spoke about it in last January. We spoke about it last summer. Um, but they don't put the names out. That's the only thing I would say. They don't put the names out because Liverpool are like water tight when it comes to, to news, like water toy. And you'll know this by if you go back two or three years and look at the amount of journalists that are reporting Liverpool news on a daily basis, not many of them are left, if any. They, they've gone away and they're doing other stuff. You know, they, they aren't specifically concentrating on Liverpool day in and day out because you used to be able to get plenty of news and now you don't. Now you just don't. So um, give me a yes or give me a no in the um, chat for Luis Diaz. If you think A... It might happen or let me know if you think it would happen or if you think it might happen, do you think it's a good sign? Um, but again, we don't know of anything. We don't know if anything's going to come, but it is a name that's being linked. Um, Philippe Coutinho was on a radar of a fair few clubs. I read yesterday it was three clubs in England were in talks. Um, Ali A says Gav Porto have FFP issues. Um, so... I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know the ins and outs of Porto's finances. But again, it's if Luis Diaz is on Liverpool's um is on Liverpool's radar, we'll just have to wait and see. We don't again we don't know. Graham McCarthy says James Pierce has just shut down the, the Diaz rumours. I've I've just put up a while ago what he said, but I disagree with what he's saying. And I don't disagree I'm not telling I'm not saying that James Pierce is wrong in what he's saying because who am I to tell him he's wrong? But the fact the line that it's too expensive for a backup makes no sense to me whatsoever. Are we just going to keep signing backups or players that we don't feel are can challenge these front three until the, the lads are in the mid-30s? I don't think so. I don't think that's the right way to go. Um, so Diaz, give me a yes. Um, and if, you, if it's not Diaz, tell me who you would like. Otherwise, I know Rafinha comes up a hell of a lot. Um, but yeah, Philip Coutinho, the, the rumour last night, um, well, it's come out of Barcelona really and by the way the Diaz stuff is a lot of it's coming out of Portugal and when it comes out of their, their home nation um, and they're reliable enough journalists you kind of take a bit of notice so just to let you know a lot of it is coming out of um, a lot of it is coming out of Portugal so um, Coutinho yeah there was three teams apparently in the Premier League that were interested in him the rumour was Liverpool were one of them Aston Villa are most definitely one of them because um, because 
it's been widely reported that Aston Villa have made an approach for Philippe Coutinho. The way Barcelona are looking at it, they want him out. Um, I think they want him out on a permanent deal. They want his wages off the wage bill. I can't see him going for more than any twenty million pound. And you know he's probably on two hundred grand a week. I don't know if a club can get Barcelona to commit to. 30, 40 or 50% of that for the remainder of his contract that will be at Barcelona which I think will be 18 months now this morning the talk is that 5 or 6 clubs are interested now if if um, if 5 or 6 clubs in the in England are interested which is not beyond the realms of like possibility just have, there has to be more there, there has to be more uh, um, you know on the continent in the likes of Spain um, even Germany Italy um that have to be interested in Coutinho. Um, if they can get, if they can get him at a hundred grand a week and twenty million, and get him on a couple of years deal. The only issue with him is, is that he hasn't lit it up at all at Barcelona. He went on loan to Bayern. He did win the European Cup there. In fairness to him, he has had some muscle injuries. He has had some knee injuries as well. So it's a bit of a risk. Um, because Coutinho must be, would he be twenty eight? ish now um, Jamie says the romantic in me can't help but like the idea of Stevie and Coutinho the romantic in most Liverpool fan in a lot of Liverpool supporters is the whole idea of having him in this side um, because he really looked good in this Liverpool side before he left he was he was on track to um, beat his goals and assists record that he'd done in 16 17 when he left um, so it's it's one of those um Norman has thrown a few names at us. He says, I'm guessing our next forward signing will be in the summer either Harvey Barnes, um, Smiley Sarr, um, Pedro Neto or uh, Bone from West Ham. Um, Barca are after Keita, says Alan C. That's according to the Echo. I did see this the other day. Um, the talk, there was some talk that, you know, Klopp was willing to, cut his losses on him at the end of the season and Barcelona were in pole position that was reported by I think Nacional I think as a Spanish outlet I don't know how true that is um, and I think that came off the back of Liverpool being linked with, with a midfielder as well um, so we'll have to wait and see he's 29 now he's 29 Veranda Cheese says I'm very grumpy no I'm not stop Veranda Cheese um, I'm only grumpy because you won't come and play Warzone with me on the Xbox um, let me see uh, Rima Tynew and I hope I said that right. Apologies if I haven't. He says, I don't understand why FSG don't get players off contract. Makes sense with the way they run the club. There's a there's a big list of players that are out of contract in the summer, but it's about getting them. Like and, and a couple of them in there, like Mbappe, you know, it's higher bitter stuff. Um there is the likes of Zakaria who's been linked with Liverpool over the last couple of days in a possible January move. But we'll have to wait and see. Um Ant reckons a six-month loan for Coutinho would be well worth the risk. And somebody says, um, Lawrence, sorry, Lawrence, and we discussed this a little bit on the quiz last night. Um, if we got Coutinho, where would he play? Chris Chris felt that he'd be your front three option. I don't think so. I think I think if you're signing Coutinho for Liverpool now, you're looking to play him in the role that Harvey Elliott excelled at the start of the season. And the role that Henderson was good at up until recently when I think he's been a little bit poor. And... Because when you look at that midfield, you're looking for the protection of Fabinho. You're looking at the control, the vision, the passing range of, of um, and the cool head and getting us out of trouble at times in Thiago with just very intelligent balls that just open things up for us. And then you're looking for somebody that's going to 
push a little bit higher up the pitch than you would normally see in a Liverpool midfield over the last couple of years. You know, we knew it was a functional midfield that worked hard and that was the basis of everything we'd done. But I think we're trying to be a little bit more um, progressive on that right-hand side. And you've seen how Elliot, and who, who's due back in January, by the way, but you've seen how Elliot was, was doing so well. I think if you put Coutinho in there, he could excel. Um, but again, it's all about the form he's been in. Um, the injuries he's had how reliable he is like I don't know someone could go and look and see how many games he's been available for Barcelona and I mean available not played because I, I know he's I think they've wrecked him to be honest with you um, mentally I think they've absolutely wrecked him um, with regards to just how he is in his own head and, and football and stuff at Barcelona um, and some people say well good enough for you you forced to move there and that's true but um, a lot of water's passed under that bridge since. Um, Georgie replying to Norman, who mentioned Harvey Barnes. Barnes signed a new huge deal with Leicester just last year. He'd cost a lot of money if anyone wants to buy him. He would, but do you know how this works, Georgie? If if a player wants out, they want out. You know, I don't know how many years the likes of um, uh, the really good fella at Chelsea who obviously only plays against us, um, the midfielder, Kante. I don't know how many years he had left in his contract. I don't know how many years Mares had left in his contract and or Chilwell. I don't know. But I, I wouldn't say there's only a year left on that deal when they went to um, Chelsea, Man City and Chelsea again. You know, Now, Leicester have got this thing of selling a big player usually every season and that's fine because players want to move on. No disrespect to Leicester. They want to go up to the next level and when a player wants it, a player will get it. Um Kieran says um, Coutinho to Liverpool. He's not completely, um, not completely sold on it. <clears throat> Handy for taking set pieces though. Look, we'll have to wait and see. Coutinho is. Be, it's open that Coutinho wants to leave Barcelona, wants to play more football. I think England will feel a lot more like home than, to him than Spain, Italy, or Germany would because he spent five years at Liverpool. Um, yeah, five. Yeah, f- five years at Liverpool. Yeah, so it's probably where he's been longest in his career. Um, Liverpool will always get mentioned until he makes that move. When he makes that move, it's all done and dusted. Aston Villa seems a good move for him, especially the way they play, and he looks like he could be a direct replacement for uh, Buendia, who hasn't who hasn't really uh, progressed at Aston Villa. And I'm not too sure he's, he's. I'm not too sure how impressed Steven Gerrard is with him. Um, Angel 1968 says, "I'd be looking for a replacement for Fabinho. He's beginning to look extremely slow." Um, it is a big show. Um, Anne says it's a mad show. It's a big, big show. Um, but Fabinho just comes back all the time and, and proves us wrong. Um, you know, until I see a Liverpool midfield where the other two are in form, but Fabinho starting to struggle, then I then I worry. I feel a bit sorry for him at times when he's in there and we lose all shape, we lose all even control, and he's just left put, trying to put out fires all over the place. Um. Let me see. Let me see. Tielemans over Barnes says Emma Kavanagh. Tielemans splits opinion. Tielemans always splits opinion. You know, people are like, Tielemans is this, that, and the other. And then other, words, other times people are like, no, no, wouldn't go near Tielemans. But Coutinho, we have to wait and see. Keep an eye out on the Nat Phillips stuff because I think that will progress. I think something will happen in January. I think any hope of bringing a forward in in January, I think rests on what happens with Divock Origi. And if Newcastle have opened with a £7 million bid, um, we were talking to Kendall, the, the Newcastle fan the other night, and she was saying Newcastle are going in with bids and they're progressing two or three bids and then they're, they'll stop and walk away. It looks like they might do the same with Sven Botman. €35 million Euros, uh, rejected. She feels that they'll probably go X amount of million over that and then they'll just, they have backup options and they'll pull away. So if they have made a bid on Divock Origi, you could probably 
expect maybe one or two more and then they'll they'll walk away they have backups and they have backups because they've plenty of money to be able to turn around and go forget it and it makes them actually look good if they pull out with some deals and walk and go somewhere else because it shows other clubs that they aren't there just to be absolutely taken to the cleaners and it's, it's quite an intelligent move by Newcastle and we got a bit of stick to the night um, after the show saying oh why, why is this loving for Newcastle it's not a lot of people don't agree with the owners Newcastle have but it is what it is and you have to discuss the situation as it sits and as it sits Newcastle have owners that are the richest in the world whether it's good bad indifferent right or wrong that's just the way it is at the moment. Um, somebody wants Consalves, um Zed. He wants uh, Consalves. I, I'm probably saying that wrong, but that's the way I've read it. Uh, Reclaimer says Thielman is a shy, in his opinion. Um, Bowen gives me Danny Ings vibes, says Wayne Stewart. Um, we need a right-back cover for Trent, like we do Simicas, um for Robbo, says Ryan. Um, Tusha Mendy says Norman is someone who I've watched a lot of interest to see where he eventually ends up. Um let me see. Um, bu- bu- bum. I think that's it. Uh, oh, Georgie says Thielmans is the one that they expect at lesser. They all expect to leave in the summer. Thielmans is the one. Uh, so hard to get a Trent replacement right back who's good at wing and also as false fullbacks as Lawrence Veto. You're going to end up with a totally different player. You, you, you just are and you have to you have to suit your system to it because Trent is just ridiculous. Um, he's just absolutely ridiculous. Um, Lamptey is quality says uh, Garmack. Lamptey is, I think he has some injury issues as well, but he's lightning. He's electric. I, I was at Anfield when he played when we played Brighton and every time he gets on it, you can actually hear the whole ground going, oh, he has the ball, you know. Uh, Bayern, one Kate says uh, cradle to cradle. Um, again, we'll have to wait and see. Nothing solid coming out on them. Let's be honest, there's nothing solid coming out at the moment. But as I said, I'm not here to tell you who we're signing or who we're not signing or what's going to happen. Um, I'm only here to give the names, throw them out there, have a little discussion about them and move on. And if they progress, we'll absolutely talk about them the next day or on some of our shows in the evening. That's what it's all about, just having a chat at lunchtime and, um, yeah, seeing how everyone feels. There's a name now, um, and I'll leave it at this afterwards. Garmack says, um, how come nobody is mentioning Hossam Uwara anymore? I'd love to know how many years he has left on that deal at, at Leon? because he seems to be linked with Liverpool and others for about three years now. And it was always felt that with his contract, um, you could get him at this rate and then there was talk they, were, they wanted 30 million euros last summer and no one went near him. What is going on there? Because um, Bonkers reckons it's about 20 million for him and he's so highly rated and has been for years, but no one seems to, no one seems to um, pull the trigger on him. Um, I think Graham McGarty says Gav loves him any time I've seen him play I, I really like him really 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 like him um, and then sorry I said I was going to leave her but I'm not Emma Cavanagh says Saints just being taken over for 100 million um, they could make that money by selling a few test the water on James Ward Price and Liveramento um, Liveramento's quality yeah he's been really good when I've seen him James Ward Price I think the chance for a good move for James Ward-Price, I don't know if it's past him, boy, and I don't know what age he is, but I feel that he's been linked away from Southampton for a good few years and it's never happened. It could happen, but it just feels like when he was at, I'm not saying he was at his peak, but when he was, the interest on him was really high. He stayed at, at Southampton. Now, that could change. But the Southampton one is interesting. Um, you know, they're being taken over by, I think, a guy that runs TV stations and stuff, so they've, they've plenty of money there. And this is what you're going to get now. I think this is a trend you're going to see where 
clubs like Newcastle, um, Southampton and others that are in that level at the moment where you can get them at a decent price. You're, you're going to see people come in and try go in there and take over and push them onto the next level. I think that's definitely what you're going to see in the next while. Um, 250 watching, 91 likes. Get over 100 before we leave, thanks. Um, if you can't, don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. And if you can share, absolutely do that as well. We're here Monday to Friday at 2pm doing this sort of thing every day and talking about any other news around Liverpool as well. But it is dominated by transfer links in January. But when we get into February, March, April, we'll start doing different bits, maybe bring in guests as well on this show for the half an hour or so that we're on I hope you're enjoying it if you're not tell me you're not and if there's enough people that don't enjoy it we'll just stop alright I'll um, go off and do something else at 2 o'clock for a half an hour um, sit down and watch telly or something along them lines um, we'll have, just with regards to the rest of the shows um, we'll be night off tonight obviously we're going to do a post-match game uh, show for the game but obviously the game is off um, and Sports Unplugged is back tomorrow. Then we have to wait to see what's going on with the, with the FA uh, Cup game at the weekend. But we will have the fat back, forward back on Sunday as a definite. And then back into normal stuff coming next uh, Monday. I will be back at 2pm tomorrow, which is Friday, which is the last of days for the week. It's been the first week of them and they've gone really well. The, um, the feedback has been really good. So feedback is massive. Um, Good, bad, or indifferent. So the comments underneath afterwards, absolutely go and lash comments in there. Your opinions, how you feel. Um, this is going, or what would you like to see? And we'll try to do our best because at the end of the day, we come on here to do what you want to do. No point in me being here doing what I want to do and you don't like it because you won't be here then. Um, well, last one, Conroy. Uh, Conroy, hey, Conroy. Um, if Origi do- goes, Gav, do you think we replace in January? I think it, uh, absolute madness if we didn't. If you let Origi go in January, um, and you're saying to yourself, this front four is there, and you're back up, um, because that's where he is, he's not threatening that front four at the moment, um, is down to Minamino, and possibly Oxley chamberlain out of push, because you want to push him up there, um, no, I think it's absolute madness, so if he does go, um, I think if he does go, yeah, it's it, you'd have to think Liverpool are bringing someone in, but I want if he goes, I want him to bring someone big in, I want them to bring someone big in. And that's without having any FSG hat on. That's just me as a football supporter going, if he goes, bring someone big in and um, let's let's make a move on that and, and do it now. And it's six months. It's six months, isn't it? Where you can bed a fella in. He might do really well for you, but he's ready to go for next season. That's a huge thing as well for me. Um, that has been the cop update. Thanks a million for joining me. Um, loads and loads of people watching, which is excellent. We'll be back tomorrow at 2pm. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. See you tomorrow. Um, two shows on the channel. Have a good one. Over and out. Sports Social Podcast Network.